Welcome, everyone, to another episode of What Exit Jersey Stories. I'm Nick Franco, and with me, as always, Peter Riario. Well, well welcome, everyone. Uh, le- last episode, we talked about uh, Action Park. Yes. The, uh, or Traction Park, Class Action Park, uh, which brings us to the fact of, hey, the uh, that, that documentary is available now on HBO it's Max, out. Class Action Park. Did you watch it, Nick? Not yet. I, I still have to... Uh, I have well, unfortunately, with Roku and uh, Amazon Fire, uh, yet neither one has the uh, the the whole thing yet with uh, HBO Max. So I'm gonna have to just oh. like do it from my phone and cast it. Yeah, my boss has the same problem that she's unable to access like HBO Max, and she really wanted to see it, so it, it, it was an issue to to oh, watch yeah. Class Action Park. You know, F- funny enough though, of course, I watched the uh, the Nexium documentary about that sex cult that the girl from um oh what's the TV show. Uh, Smallville. Oh, remember, yes, yes. You remember her, right? Yeah, that she was, like, recruiting <laughs> people yeah, for that for that freaky. cult. So, like, yeah. I, I watched that, but no, I didn't watch Class Action Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got to uh, put, put that on the agenda. Like I said, I just have to uh, sit up the phone to uh, cast to the TV, and, yeah. and, and off we go. The reviews were great, though, for Class Action Park, and um, so much so that I know, like, one or two people who actually went out and ordered the book that's out on Amazon, which is also getting great reviews. That's written by yes, the founder the son. son of Action Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to pick up that book. <laughs> definitely, right? Oh, yeah. You know, um, Nick, I was even wondering if uh, we could ever even do like a part two episode um, of Action yeah. Park after both you and I watched the documentary, mm-hmm. um, have Pat on again, may, or maybe like an abbreviated kind yeah. of one. Yeah, we could do a um, mini-sode. And, and furthermore, to talk about what happened to Action Park? Like, in other words, why did it close? We, did, we didn't. <laughs> well, I think the last episode we gave you lots of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in other words, like, yeah, the later stages of Action Park, like what happened to yeah. it? Where is it now? Sort of thing. I mean, I, just an idea I think right. out there that listeners might be interested in. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Well, 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 speaking of books for, for today's episode, yeah, we're, we're going from the, hey, well, let's just uh, put together a, a ramshackle uh, uh, water park of action park to Six Flags Great Adventure. And um, you know, J- Tracy had gotten this cool book. It is the um, oh, nice. the Images of America Six Flags Great Adventure book. That's so crazy. I used to see those books in Barnes and Noble all the oh, time. Yeah. They have a whole section Definitely. dedicated to, you know, in, in our case, all like Jersey. the different towns in, in New Jersey and the history and like amazing photographs in them. I never knew oh, that they definitely. had one specific to great adventure. Yep. They, they definitely have one specific awesome. to great adventure. Yeah. I did a lot of like uh, re- researching on this one. I actually used that book, the six flags.com site, the Asbury park press, Wikipedia, great did adventure. You the creepy old man who does that dance in the videos in the, uh, uh, we're going to get into that too. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, finally, there's a great website for all those interested called greatadventurehistory.com. Oh, nice. Someone has been collecting a lot of this stuff. In fact, they reference it in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the history, the prehistory. Yeah. It's, you know, when the dinosaurs ran in the park and then um, the, the actual history of the park itself. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Great. So, Pete, what, tell me what you know about the basis of, you know, like, the, you know, the generals of Great Adventure. 
Well, you know, Jackson, New Jersey, right? Um, yep. And uh, like a 45-minute ride <laughs> from where I'm at, if mm-hmm. maybe even less. Um, and, you know, it was it was really in our – in high school, granted, like Action Park, that that was my – my uh, my bag <laughs> yeah um, i would definitely get my, it my jam right um but great adventure would be right behind it is what i would say you know it, it, as far mm-hmm. as uh, the, the the trips we used to take down there and you know you and i went uh one time i remember right uh with mr o i believe right oh to great adventure yes i uh, i think yes. was oh, I oh, you, you and i definitely went i, yeah. I don't think uh, i don't think dave was there okay so maybe it was like another time i think it was another time i went with dave um, to great That's adventure, quite possible. Yes. almost yeah, positive about that. But yeah, I mean, it was a great, you know, escape for us New Jerseyans and us high school kids, right? To, um, oh, yeah. to go to great adventure. And, um, you know, and I, I also remember taking my cousins and no longer exists, which I'm sure you're going to bring up the, the safari park that was attached. Oh, what do you mean? It doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah, oh yeah, it does. Get yeah, out. We'll, I don't think we'll, dismantled we'll it. This. Yeah, no, we'll talk about it. Oh, all right. I, I swear to God, I thought that they had dismantled it at one point, but maybe not. No, well, they revamped things. Okay. I'll say that. They revamped it. Gotcha. Well, he, here's a dumb question. Do you know why it was picked to be in Jackson, New Jersey? Uh, they wanted to get away from, like, the, the swampland that's near the airport? I have no idea. <laughs> so it didn't, like, sink into the ground? Well— do you know how many miles it is from, say, like New York, from New York City? Boy, that's a good question. Um, I know it's got to be like a, a, a – is it a fairly good distance or not really? Uh, decent. Decent, right? Like let's call it – is it the upper – like, you know, like in, from Harlem if you're here going – or like Midtown, Manhattan to get to Great Adventure? Probably take you like an hour and 15 or is it right, more? But, but but think about miles. Think yeah. About how many miles from New York City? I don't know. I mean, eighty or am I? Uh, uh, you, am you're, I you're too too many. Too many. It, it, it's about sixty. Okay. Well, it's closer than I thought. For yeah. some reason, I thought it was a little further. He, now here's here's another question. Do you mm-hmm. know how far it is from Philadelphia? Oh, I'm I'm beginning to see where you're getting at here. It can't be far at all because Jackson, I, I believe, is kind of west, is it not, in New Jersey or no? Yeah, a, l- a little southwest, you know, kind yeah. of on the center side. Right. So I guess also, let me guess, also 60 miles. Bing, 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 bing. It's 60 miles from New York and Pennsylvania. Wow. So <laughs> not very, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. They really thought this out to, to get yeah. not only everyone from north and south Jersey, but from Pennsylvania and from New York. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like it's it's located on Route 537, which connects to I-95, mm-hmm. which connects to both the Turnpike and the Parkway. Right. So basically, your main thoroughfares going north, south in New Jersey connect to I-95, which connects to Great Adventure. <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah. So it, it was a well thought out in that regard. Yeah. Of like, you know, where to where to create this park. Right. Um, do you know who created it or, I, you know, like who, who designed it? Like, I don't who, who know. And I don't even know, like, you know, there's going to be an interesting podcast because I don't know really much of the history of, you know, Six Flags and like whether or not, and, you know, when they created the New Jersey Six Flags, were there other Six Flags already in place? I'm going to guess yes. Like, at, yes. 
in, in what what place did we come in as far as when they decided to build the New Jersey one? Um, how many existing structures were there? How many existing amusement parks were there that well, belonged well, to them? He, here's the thing. When Great Adventure was created, it was not Six Flags Great Adventure. And we'll, okay. we'll, we'll find out why. Yeah. yeah. It, it was actually created by a gentleman by the name of Warner Leroy. Uh, does that name sound familiar at all? Warner Leroy. No, it does not. Okay. Um, just so you know, a couple of uh, the projects that Leroy took on in his uh, lifetime was um, Tavern on the Green. Get out. And the Russian, and the Russian Tea Room. Ah, he, didn't, been... he didn't create either of them, but he revamped to what we came to know them as. Yeah, I've been to both. That's interesting. Yeah, and uh, there are some other um, nightclubs and uh, uh, places over in the city that he, he's uh, had his hand in. But Warner Leroy is also the son of Mervyn Leroy. Does that name sound familiar? No. Is he a sports oh. figure? <laughs> no. He, he was actually a Hollywood producer. Oh, get out. All right. Uh, you might know him from some movies like Gypsy and um, mm -hmm. uh, The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. That's a <laughs> yeah, so, well-known film. Yeah, yeah not, not very well-known. Something about Golden Roads or some, some crap or another. Um, he's also the grandson of Harry Warner of Warner Brothers fame. Oh, geez. So, so he, he comes from a pretty accomplished and, uh, you know, you know, uh, how do you want to say uh, a family that uh, dreams big there? Yes. No question. So Leroy actually wanted he had an idea to build a theme park. And he wanted it to basically be able to compete with something like Disney World. He, he wanted basically this one-stop destination where people could go and there would be multiple areas and um, you know it would be a whole complex like in fact his original plan had like several main pieces there was an enchanted forest which oh. was like the theme amusement park with rides restaurants theaters also with lakes and forests because the the land he um Built the on. land he wound up buying mm -hmm. was actually uh, full of uh, forest land and lakes. Oh. <laughs> so it was perfect. It was, yeah. it, it was just what he was looking for. Um, there would also be a safari. Again, you, you already mentioned it. Yep. There would be a thing called Neptune's Kingdom, like a lakeside amusement area with like Dolphins and killer whales and penguins. Basically, you're kind of like your SeaWorld-ish type of thing. Okay. Um, there would be a place called Dream Street with shopping and squares and performers, fountains. There would be a place, uh, I guess, nod to his dad, over the rainbow. Mm -hmm. Basically, um, like a, a very like a pastoral area with picnic grounds, uh, petting zoo exhibits, miniature cities antique car rides. Then you'd have like a sports and games area with a ice rink, roller rink, swimming pools. And the last one would be wild country where you could go camping. Oh, nice. Now he partnered with a group called Hardwick companies. And, um, in the seventies, when, uh, great adventure was being developed, 
that was an actual boom for the theme park industry. So they they they, they wanted to get into that market. They had big uh, dreams, but unfortunately, for what Leroy wanted to do, they they ran into so many overruns. Mm-hmm. They had to scale back the project. So eventually, what we got was the safari in pretty much its full glory, right? Combined with the enchanted forest, which would actually now just combine a lot of the aspects, like some of the best aspects of the other areas that Leroy was looking you know, to design. Mm-hmm. So 19, July 1st, 1974, Great Adventure opened with the Enchanted Forest and the Safari Park you know, ready to go, except for uh, one area co- called a uh, Rootin' Tootin' Rip Roarin' uh, land <laughs> that opened a few days later on July 4th. Okay. So when it first opened, you had about 22 rides, like 15 adult rides, a couple of coasters and uh, five kitty rides. And some of the ones that you still know, you know, were introduced way, way back then. So you had like the carousel. The uh, Do you remember the flying wave? Sounds familiar, but I don't think I know it. Remember the swings that would go up oh, in the air? Yeah. And, yep. Oh, that's the flying wave. Oh, that's what it was called. Okay. Yep. Uh, the sky ride. Yeah. The giant wheel, the Ferris wheel, yep, which when do. they opened was the largest in the world, along with its matching uh, Schwarzkopf uh, produced wheel at the time. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the model that it was produced off of was the same size. Wow. And uh, how about the log flume? Yes, I used to love going on the Great Adventure uh, log flume. You know, that was the big attraction when that opened. Oh, really? It was when uh, Leroy designed this, it was designed to run through a whole wooded peninsula and then finally hit the final drop. And it was actually when it opened, Mm -hmm. it was the world's longest flume ride. Really? Yes, it was. I wonder if that still exists. I haven't been back to Great Adventure in so long. Same here. It's it's been, I th- truthfully, I think it's been sixteen years since I. Yeah, back. probably about the same for me. I, I'm wondering if that log flume's still there. I wouldn't be surprised. I I think that one probably remained. Yeah, I know it's been renamed, you know, along the way. Mm. But, and then finally, the runaway mine train. Do you remember that coaster? I, what, was that the one that was like in those like coal? Um, I mean those like it was a tiny little like um, what what do you call it? What, the, what you sat in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, the the little cars, and yeah. um, uh, what what you got? Yeah, like it's part of a train, the the, the right. coaster train, and yeah, and and it did those like you know, you kind of really went on your side, like uh, around some of those turns. Yes. So yeah, th- those were the like the big attractions when it opened. Mm. They also opened some other things uh, at the beginning: a bandstand, the great arena. You know, that, that's been used many a time. Uh, the Garden of Marvels, which was like a, a, a walkthrough area, like of a miniature land, basically a lot of American landmarks and European castles in mm-hmm. small scale size with working model trains and boats going uh, through it. And a fountain, which was the world's tallest single water jet fountain in the world at that time. At that time, yeah. And finally, an, an, an aqua spectacle which included divers and dolphins. 
Huh. Plus, you know, of course, like your, your usual theme park fair, some, you know, some games of chance, souvenir shops and some sit down restaurants. That was what Great Adventure looked like to begin with. So yeah, pr- pretty cool for 1974, I'd say, you know, and especially th- thinking that, hey, you don't have to, you know, spend a bunch, go on a plane ride, go down to Walt Disney World. Nope. Hey, this is right in your backyard. Like you said, oh, about a 45 minute from where you are. Yeah. Yeah. For, for a nice less than an hour drive. Yeah. You could be there and, and enjoying uh, you know, some some of the fun at Great Adventure. Yeah. Very ambitious. And um, I mean, a lot of those attractions, just the, the sound of them alone, I think would, uh, you know, would, would you know, elicit a response from people uh, to like, hey, we've got to go check that out. You know, definitely. Yeah. Well, in year two of Great Adventure, they actually increased the ride count by 50%. And they also added more of those carnival boardwalk style games. And it became known as the Fortune Festival. Yeah, it was called the Fortune Festival because that became a big source of revenue, too. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, win a prize, win a prize. Oh, want to try again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah your, your, your typical uh, carnival games of chance. That, that, that was a big moneymaker back in those days. Yeah. Also, in the second uh, year, there was uh, a few other rides that you might remember, too. Remember the Enterprise? God, I, I, I do, but I can't remember what the ride was. Okay, just refresh my memory on that one. Think of sort of a – kind of think of a Ferris wheel, but instead of going into, like, the, the cars and you're upright and you go up and around – Think of you're in a in a car thing that kind of hangs and the thing goes up and then starts tilting on its side. Right. And it goes around fast. Yes, yes. That was I the know I've been on that ride. It also introduced was the Hydra Flume, which was later called the Moon Flume, which mm-hmm. was basically a second flume ride where you were in a like a little uh a little boat which actually fe- featured bigger drops. And the, the reason it was also this ride was added, it was to relieve congestion on the log flume because people were standing for hours wow. waiting to ride the log flume yeah. in its first year. And uh, finally, another uh, one that lasted for a long while was the rotor. Th- does that I, sound familiar? Yes. Now, if I'm not mistaken on that one, you stood flush straight up against um, – you had the whatever it was like i forgot what the backing was it might have been like you know steel mesh or something like that and it spun around like a top at high speed and like you were just stuck to the wall thanks to gravity yes Uh, centrifugal force basically that that's what that ride was yes yeah not for the faint of stomach (laughs) because basically yeah it, it went fast enough to pin you against the wall and then the the floor would drop out i remember i used to go to a rotor at this carnival um that was in Jersey, and they the floor would drop out. Did you ever go on one of those? Yeah, no, no, that's what I said. The, the rotor, actually, the floor dropped out as well. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Oh, sorry, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I guess it's the same concept then throughout. Yes. Or, you know, not just Great Adventure, but also on this carnival ride, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, also that year, a third coaster was added, but it never opened. It was called the Jumbo Jet. And huh. basically the next year... Without any explanation, it was just removed. <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with it? We don't know. We don't know. Mm. 
but basically it was removed, taken away, uh, stored for another day. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But and at that time, L- Leroy was still the designer and creator of Great Adventure, but he was actually starting to lose interest in the park already because yeah, uh, you know, he was getting frustrated. Uh, the basically day to day running it as a business. Mm. He was more the dreamer, the designer. Yeah, he wasn't into the the business end of it. Yeah. Well, seventy six, they added a few more adult rides, but actually, the kids area was moved and and expanded into uh, the new thing called Kitty Kingdom. Okay. But that also ended the uh, the honeymoon of Leroy. He basically stepped down. There was. Uh, I think from Hardwick, just basically someone from there uh, was basically uh, moved up to management and they oversaw the the rest of 76 and then into 77. 77 was a big year for Great Adventure, not because of rides. They only added one ride in 77. Do you know why 77 was a big year for Great Adventure? Boy. I, I don't I know. I, this is probably going to be very logical and easy, and I just can't think of it. Think of what you asked me at the beginning. About Action Park. Nope, not Action Park. Something else about a, a great adventure. Oh, the Animal Kingdom. Nope. No? Nope. Something about... Something uh, about... Yeah, what, what's what's the name of the park? I... Uh, the... What do you mean? What's the name of what park? Like the full uh, name of the park. Which say it again? The what is the full name of the park? Oh, Six Flags. There Great we adventure. go. Seventy-seven. It was purchased by Six Flags. Oh, now I see. Six Flags was actually in the business of purchasing. Yeah, the, Six Flags originally started and created a couple of theme parks. In fact, their first park was in Texas mm-hmm. in August. Uh, of 1961. That was their first park. But later on, they were actually taken over by uh, Penn Central Corporation, a subsidiary of the Pennsylvania Railroad. <laughs> and they, they figured, well, why build new parks when someone else could do it for us? Let's just buy existing parks. Right. And that's what they did. And they saw Great Adventure as a great investment. And hence, Six Flags Great Adventure was uh, born. Now, great. here's the question. Do you know why it's called Six Flags? Um, each flag represents a different state. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Six Flags. Hmm. Each flag does represent something, not a different state. I don't know. Their own unique roller coaster. I have no idea. <laughs> well, it actually represents the six different countries that governed Texas, oh. the place where Six Flags started. Okay. Can you actually name the six countries that govern Texas? No. <laughs> there, there's I, a couple of easy ones. <laughs> where, where is it now? <laughs> the six countries that govern Texas, you said. Yep, six countries. Countries as in, like, you know, international a, a, a country, as in called France. country. Yep, France Mexico. is one. What's that? Mexico. <laughs> yep, Mexico. France, Mexico. Good, good, good. Louisiana. Nope. No. But you're on a strange 
thought process there. Think of that. <laughs> All the states that border Texas or no, <laughs> except no, for France. Well, Just what was that? Was that last one? No, I I said Louisiana as a joke. I mean, it's not a country. Um, <laughs> France. No. Um, all oh, boy. Um, hmm. So, uh, not Sweden. No. Here, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you. It's like okay, France, Mexico. Another one, European one was Spain. Yeah. Of course, now it's the United States. Correct. Before. Before it was in the United States, you know what it was also? The Republic of Texas. Oh, yes. Right. It was, it was a country. Okay. <laughs> That's a big ass state. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. They were actually a country. Mm-hmm. And in the 860s, it was also part of the Confederate States of America, unfortunately. But right. That that those are the six countries that actually covered Texas. Wow. And That's what six flags stands for. I had no idea. I, I didn't either until I researched this thing. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, one other cool thing in 77, besides being purchased by Six Flags, they started construction on this cool twin interlocking loop roller coaster. Want to guess its name? Lightning Loops. You're right. Mm-hmm. Which would basically open the next year in 78, yeah. the first year under Six Flags uh, management. Now, I remember, like, I think when I first saw it, there was only one loop, right? No, it was actually twin interlocking loops. It was twins? Oh, okay. Yeah. But didn't they have a roller coaster there that was just one loop and went to the top and then back up, or, you know, went backwards into that yeah, loop? Yeah, that's what they did. It, it was actually two loops. But it was two, all right. It was basically two coasters, but it was one coaster, one ride. Yep. So you went on to one or the other. And and it did the same thing. Yes, you went, you know, like fast and through a giant loop yep. to the top and then came backwards through the same loop. Through the same loop. All right. Yep. That now, be, be, before 78 hit and, uh, you know, like lightning loops, they also had this thing called the Great Parade, which actually included Marvel superheroes. And they also had a puppet theater, but no spinal tap. Oh, bummer. Yes. <laughs> Now, you know, once Six Flags hit, you know, things started taking off. Besides lightning loops, Six Flags thought, let's add some of the other um some of the other rides at some of the other Six Flags parks, like the big rides that you would uh, go on, like the Buccaneer, the big pirate ship. Yes, I I've been on that. Tilt a whirl. Um uh what what do you call it? Let's add a big wooden roller coaster and let's call it what can go with lightning loops, but rolling thunder. Yes. I was on that roller coaster. I loved it. Yeah. It was a, it was the park's first wooden racing coaster. I really yeah. liked that one too. It was very, uh, you know, like rickety, but still like, uh, you know, a lot I of think, fun. I think at top speed, it went about 60 miles an hour. So huh. it was, it was fast, but you know, like wasn't some of the breakneck speeds of some of the other coasters that you could actually do today. And right. we'll even speak about, a couple of them uh, on here. Uh, they also introduced things like uh, the Super Roundup. They did um, a nightly fireworks show. They introduced Roaring Rapids. Remember the totally Roaring remember Rapids? that. <laughs> remember when we were talking about Action Park? They had a rapid thing, but a lot of people got hurt. The this, the uh, Great Adventure version, not so much. They actually designed it in a safe way. Yeah. 
They should have Action Park should have hired their engineers. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. again, the uh, genius uh, engineers, genius with a J, that uh, did uh, Action Park. Yeah, I, I don't know what they, what physics or, or science they used to create those uh, rides. <laughs> but and uh, the last thing that they uh, created, mm-hmm. a haunted house. I remember, I was in that. Oh, before, uh, you know, yeah. something we'll happened. Talk about that in a minute. Yep. Okay. Also, in uh, 1980, they actually introduced also Oktoberfest. Which included an actual an authentic uh, festhal, you know, like a, from from Hanover, Germany, mm-hmm. which later on came back as the Festhaus. And basically, the attendance at Great Adventure was soaring. Like, you know, a, a lot of you know these new rides, new attractions, the fireworks show, haunted house, and at the Great Arena. They started having concerts. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, in 1981, the uh, the attendance soared so much, especially with some of these concerts, that it caused traffic jams on 537 that backed up to uh, I-95, or I should say backed up I-95 all the way back to the turnpike. Damn. Yeah, that, that, that's how uh, crazy it got. Incredible. Now, the, the next season, they started out the Fortune, Fortune Festival Games area in the offseason had gotten destroyed by a fire. So in its place came Good Time Alley, which was bigger, better with state-of-the-art games, games and uh, new restaurants. And as part of Good Time Alley and as part of the uh, as part of the park, they added another video arcade because the video game industry was heating up. Now, I, I got to tell you, the first time that I went to Great Adventure, I probably spent most of the time in the, in arcade, the arcade because <laughs> they had. I remember reading the old like electronic games or electronic yeah. computers and games magazines. Yeah. And I remember reading about all these great arcade games. I'm like, and, you know, around here, there were some cool arcades, but I heard about all these new ones like Zaxxon and Frogger yeah. and, you know, like s- some of these. Yeah, ones that I hadn't seen around here. You found it down there. Yeah. I've been in that arcade. You know what? Also, you found at at, uh, those arcades. Laserdisc games. Oh, yeah. They would make their way there as well. But you found plenty of Pac-Man cabinets. Oh, Because Six Flags was then purchased by Bally's. (laughs) Oh, get out. Yeah. No, they, they, they they were purchased in, I believe it was 1982 by Bally's. Wow. So yeah, you found plenty of uh, Pac-Man game cabinets around the park. Hmm. Now, the following season brought. Do you remember Freefall? Yes. Yeah, I, I love that I, ride too. That was like I, the equivalent uh, of like the Tower of Terror, you know, at MGM. Yeah, well, when it was called MGM. it was the precursor to that. And, precursor and all, and, and all the other like uh, drop tower rides. Yep. The, you know, the first ones were these free fall rides. You only had, I think, like two or four people in your car and you, you know, you went straight up, you came out and basically drop. And, but you were on a track you know, on the drop and then you would, you know, flow kind of like, uh, yeah, it, it, it would pick you back up and take you forward. Mm-hmm. I remember, though, free fall, there were like uh, rumors that like of, of accidents that had happened on free fall. Do you remember that? 
on Freefall? No, I didn't hear any accidents about that particular ride. I had heard that there was an accident where like a girl's like hair, like, Oh my God, it got ripped off. Like, but apparently I looked into this. That was not the case. Okay. (laughs) Thank God. But on some of the other free, because again, when six flags introduced a ride, sometimes they would introduce a similar ride at some of their other parks. Mm -hmm. There was an incident of, uh, on free fall at another park, not with the hair, but actually feet. Oh wow! Which was pretty tragic, and another one where where uh, two of the things crashed. Jeez. Yeah. But now, at Great Adventure, they uh, introduced the free fall, a parachute perch, the uh, Great Lake Grandstand, and the water ski show, which became precursors to the, some of the other shows that you would see. Mm. And Kitty Kingdom was modernized and became Shirt Tails Land. <laughs> Remember sure the shirt tails? <laughs> I think that was from the Hallmark Company, and it was like a cartoon, the shirt tails. I I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was a kid's toy at the time, and I just remember it's like it's like okay, well, yeah, it, that was Kitty Kingdom. But eighty four, they also introduced the Sarajevo bobsled roller coaster. Some other things happened in eighty four. Mm-hmm. including May 11th, 1984. Do you know what happened on May 11th, 1984 at Great Adventure? I'm going to guess that was the haunted house. Uh, you know, yes, it uh, was. Do you know, do you know exactly what had happened or? Well, you know, from what I understood, like the, the, the fire code inside that place was just atrocious. Right. And what, mm-hmm. what, what like was it fr- something fr- that fr- they, foam on the walls, like that foam rubber stuff. Right. So wall. that it, burned i mean you know much more so than another product that could have been used right or right. um building material so and also, how did the fire start that, i don't even remember that i just well, you know well they said that they think that one of the teenagers basically eight teenagers died in this fire mm. and they think one of the teenagers had lit a lighter because it was incredibly dark in the haunted castle. This is beginning to sound familiar now. Yeah. Basically, they lit it and it ignited the foam rubber. But do you know that this incident actually changed the entire theme park industry for fire safety regulations? Wow, I did not know that. Nationwide, nationwide these things were beefed up. Mm. Uh, Pete, I'm hearing an echo. Yeah, I didn't do anything different. That's weird. That's that is strange. Yeah. Oh, oh, now it's gone. OK. Um, but basically, yeah, the uh, fire safety regulations were beefed up nationwide in response to this uh, incident at Great Adventure. Hmm. And basically, Great Adventure did a safety sweep through the remaining uh, parts of the park to make sure nothing like this would ever happen. And uh, of course, park attendance dropped by 20 percent. Yeah. I thought that the death toll was higher than that. But I mean, no. I still distinctly remember hearing the news and I was just horrified because I, I had been through yeah. there, through that haunted house, um, yeah. maybe about a a year or two before, I want to say. S- scary thing. Actually, one of the guys that I, I went to uh, high school with, uh, Tom Barrett, uh, he, he had posted that he remembers being online for the haunted house when it went up in flames. God, unbelievable. That's scary. Yeah. 
and I don't think they ever rebuilt it, right? I mean, they they may no. have had like outdoor events, or I might be wrong even on that. Well, again, we'll get into Fright Fest. Yeah, but yeah, the uh, what you got the haunted castle as it was was never it was rebuilt. never yeah restored. But the following season, they like they had it added. Fire protection equipment, sprinklers, a central station, and a big water tower with a slogan "We care about you." To uh, and the fire, uh, the water tower was to increase the pressure mm-hmm. for all the uh, necessary sprinklers. And um, eighty four six uh, Six Flags purchased Great America, another park, which held the license for. The Looney Tunes characters from. Do you know what company that is? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to go into and spiral into some other some weird things with this, too. But Mm -hmm. Looney Tunes land replaced shirt sales land for the kids. And um, some other uh, rides were added, such as the the looping starship and. an actual a Japanese designed ride, the Ultra Twister roller coaster, was the first of its kind, and that came to the park in '85. It 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 was the first of its kind because it included a vertical lift, vertical drop, and ser- several heartline spiral inversions while traveling wow. forward and backward. Wow! I never got to ride that one though. Nor did I. But um. Go another year later, unfortunately, safety became a concern again because on March 31st, 86, three park goers were stabbed in two separate incidents, including mm. an attempted robbery on Easter Sunday. Wow. Well, come 87, you know, they added the Splashwater Falls ride. Do you, do you remember that one that basically you, if you uh, walked out onto that bridge in front of the ride, you would get soaked Yes. Yeah. Well, 87 did that and they um they uh fixed the safety issues or maybe they didn't. Mm. Because on April 19th, 1987, for the second consecutive Easter Sunday, patrons were assaulted, two park goers were st- stabbed, and another was shot. Boy. So basically as a result, Six Flags Great Adventure installed metal detectors at the park entrance. Smart idea. But thankfully, that was the the worst thing to happen in '87. No, it wasn't. Do you remember what else happened in 1987 at Great Adventure? Great Adventure did was it a roller coaster incident or no? Yes, it was. Somebody fell out of lightning loops, or am I wrong on that? You're right. Yeah, June 13th, 1987, a 19-year-old woman fell from lightning loops. Loops now, what, because what they determined. That they uh, the guy that started the ride, he started it without checking the restraints. Oh my god! I mean, that is just so horrifying that her harness, you know, wasn't I guess locked into place or something to that effect. Right. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. I, and I don't know if at time if there were safety like uh, safety uh, buttons, like overrides or something. Like if she's like, "Hey, you, you know, like stop! I'm not fastened in." So I don't know what happened. But yeah. Unfortunately, that. Uh, uh, after that accident, new safety features were added not only to Great Adventures roller coasters, but to roller coasters around the world. Good. Wow. Things like this. Mm. Unfortunately, 87 was not done. On July 22nd, 
a ride operator started the Sarajevo bobsled ride mm. when a guy was still getting on. Oh, my God. I don't leg, think I knew this one. Yeah, his leg was broken when the ride operator stopped the car. Wow. So basically to say 87 was not a banner year for uh, Great Adventure. For Great Adventure, yeah. And, uh, basically, it adversely affected attendance. So and a, a lot of rumors uh, went around that, hey, the park's going to close. Mm. In fact, at the end of 88, they say the park was about to lose its license to sell food and attendance was so low that, that management considered closing or at least figuring it needs some kind of new addition to get people back into the park. And do you know what 1989 brought? Um, the water park. Nope. No, no that, that, that came uh, 11 years later. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the, 89, um, 89 uh, it, it was another coaster. Do you remember? Oh, shoot. I should know this, too. It, it was Maybe one of my famous kind of one. Wasn't what, what was it? it? It was somewhat like well-known or famous or no. Yes. It, uh, it, was, it was called the Great American Scream Machine. Yes, that was it. And at the time, it was the world's tallest and fastest looping coaster, mm-hmm. putting Great Adventure back on the map as, as the home of a record-breaking coaster. And yeah. attendance started to grow again. Then the the following year, you had uh, some other coasters like the Shockwave stand-up, and you had things like the Laser Adventure and Bugs Bunny's 50th birthday. Those were all big attractions. Now... <laughs> 91 w- w- was a strange year because you know who the new owner of Six Flags was? Michael Jordan. No, but that would be cool. Um, <laughs> Time Warner. <laughs> oh, get out. So talking about coming full circle, you started with the guy that was the grandson of the Warner Brothers. Don't worry. And- Can you? Ten years from now, uh, Jeff Bezos will own Great Adventure. Oh, yeah. Well, Je- Jeff Bezos will own Earth. Yeah. But uh, so, so, yeah, Six Flags then became owned by Time Warner, who huh. over over uh, the next couple of years actually increased their stake in uh, Six Flags. And so in 91, they added um, a, an area called Adventure Rivers where they moved some of like the you had the flumes uh, rides and they yeah. added some more water based rides over uh, at the Adventure Rivers. And they added some more shows like the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves stunt show based on Yay. their Warner Brothers movie. Right. Basically, that um, that stunt show was basically a test run for what was to come in 92. Do you remember what stunt show came in 92? Indiana Jones. No, no, no. That's down at uh, Disney. Uh the Batman Stunt Spectacular. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Batman sp- Stunt Spectacular is actually the big draw. In, what's that? No, I said say that three times fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, the Batman Stunt Spectacular was the, the big draw in 92 because there were actually no new rides. Yeah. But people poured into the park to see this Stunt Spectacular. Sounds like fun. Another thing happened at the end of 92 that became a staple of great adventure fright fest. Yep. Where, where in October, yeah, you know, or, you know, during the Halloween season, they would, you know, for the weekends, you know, cause that's what it was open after labor day. 
they would go and you would have people dressed, you know, in horror makeup and costumes throughout the park, you know, scaring uh, the, uh, the the park goers. Right. And that was very popular because I had friends who used to like go down oh, to yeah. that, the Fright Fest, you know. Yeah. Ne- next season, though, yeah. everything changed with uh, Warner Brothers now in control. So they actually divided the park into nine new sections. Mm-hmm. Basically going along with the whole theming like Adventure Rivers. So they, they they actually in these different areas would pipe in different music to go along. So you had movie town and then you would have um, like on the boardwalk, you'd have like some like ragtime favorites. Nice. And then on Main Street, which was more colonial themed, it was like fife and drum music. And to uh, top it all off. Came in 93 Batman the Ride. Do you remember Batman the Ride? Oh, very well I do because <laughs> I got oh, sick yeah. on it. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Not 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 exactly for uh, those that you know, sensitive stomachs. No, as I'd say I have such a sensitive stomach. I wish I'd taken Dramamine that day because they would have yeah. changed everything. You know. Yeah, it was one of those like I was telling you, Pete. It, it's not like a regular roller coaster, Pete. It's yeah. not like a regular roller coaster. And then, as soon as we started going, I'm like, "Oh yeah, this might actually be worse." <laughs> yeah, because we had our feet dangling and like and getting whipped around like I'm in a washing machine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was the first inverted coaster. Yeah, it actually had debuted the year before at Six Flags Great America, but they introduced it to Great Adventure in '93. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I loved it. You know. Oh yeah, and I just and, it was a learning was- lesson for me. <laughs> And again, the the theme music, the the Batmobile in front, the yep. walking through. It's like the alleys with, uh, littered with you know, pails and graffiti, like you know, through Gotham. You know, it got dark, and it, it was really cool. Yeah, the way they, you know, the whole theme that they put to it. Totally. So they so uh, Warner Brothers decided to actually add more over the next few years movie themed attractions like the Right Stuff Mach One Adventure Simulator. The Lethal Weapon Water Stunt Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Remember, I talked about that uh, like water ski uh, show and that and how, how that would be reused. <laughs> that was actually a cool one. Do, do you remember that one? The water I, stunt. I vaguely do remember it. I, I never. I don't think I saw it though. Like it, it was first. very cool the way they did that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. You know. Like they had again. You know. It was water ski chases going on. Um. A lot of the props, like 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 the uh, the, the scenery, they had uh, set explosions. They even had like this mini tank that you know like, was part of the uh, act. Mm. Hey Nick, I'm gonna grab a charger. I see my laptop dying, but keep talking. Oh. I'm gonna be back in two minutes. Okay, dude. Thanks. No problem. Well, yeah, uh, we went on to uh, 98, and uh, Warner Brothers was no longer the owner of Six Flags anymore. It became. Uh, owned by Premier Parks. And in 99, the first floorless bo- uh, roller coaster standing at 146 feet and featuring and featured seven feet flipping inversions was actually introduced. And that roller coaster was called Medusa, which would actually later be renamed Bizarro. So uh, that, that, that was a pretty cool coaster. Um in fact, actually, that year actually brought 27 new rides. So Great Adventure at that time could claim it had more rides than any other park in the world. With 67 screen machines, 
including nine roller coasters and 24 kitty rides. How are we doing there, Pete? Look at that, man. I'm already old set, and I grabbed a granola bar and a buy coconut drink. <laughs> Yay! So go on. What were you? So, uh, well, well, in 99, well, first, Warner Brothers was no longer the owner of Six Flags. Okay. But the new uh, investors actually went back to focusing on the rides. And in 99, they actually introduced 27 new rides. Oh, wow. That's a lot. And at that time, Great Adventure had six, um, what you got, more rides than any other park in the world. Huh. Who knew? I I did not know that. Yeah, no, that's that's. I'm saying that 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 they've set like a record for having the most you know rides. Exactly. Yeah. Well, 2000, you you had mentioned the water park. Yep. 2000, Six Flags Great Adventure opened Hurricane Harbor. That was. Before- I couldn't remember the name of it. Hurricane mm-hmm. Harbor. Yep, that's the one we uh, mentioned on the last uh, episode. That this was a 45-acre water park, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, the, to to open like to uh, dedicate the park, s- several cast members of Gilligan's Island were there, along with uh, Christine Todd Whitman, our governor. <laughs> <laughs> Why I don't know, but anyway, I, I don't think there was any Gilligan-themed ride, but yeah, they figured out know, water. Castaway. I wonder if Chris Christie ever went to Great Adventure and shut the whole park down so he could use it for the day. Yeah, there's pictures of him uh, in the uh, in the uh, lawn chair there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in Hurricane Harbor in the uh, water, the tidal exactly. pool. Yeah. 2001, they actually brought in another new coaster, um, uh, a 230-foot-tall mega coaster called Nitro. Did you ever go on that coaster? I did not. I remember seeing the commercials, though, for it. Dude, that is okay. – Again, going back to the last time I went to Great Adventure, that is one of my favorite roller coasters. Like, really? like uh, pure roller coasters. It is a tall, long roller coaster ride, and it's actually a, a favorite of roller coaster enthusiasts. Did it also have loops in it? Uh, I believe it does. Mm. It, it definitely had t- twists and uh, like, you know, like the the loops, uh, the side loops. Right. But um. The next year, they they did no new rides, but they actually introduced uh, Six Flags Winter Lights drive-through adventure. So, the first time they did something in the winter for uh, Great Adventure, and you know, d- didn't really uh, how, how do you want to say? Didn't have, it cost them the 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 uh, whole amount they would do for introducing a whole ride? Mm. Yeah, two thousand three. Uh, they introduced the Superman Ultimate Flight Ride. I never got to ri- ride that one. No, no that right. one is also, I think, an inverted coaster where also instead of your legs dangling like under you, it kind of brings it back. So you're in a flying position. Oh, okay. yes. OK, now I remember this coaster. I was trying mm-hmm. to, like, remember what it looked like. And then I I recall it was a, I think it was a commercial or YouTube video I saw where they showed it in, in action, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> in 2004 was the 30th anniversary of Great Adventure, and no new headlining rides were added. But wow. they updated some of the shows. They had a Bat- Batman versus Catwoman show at the st- uh, stunt arena in mm-hmm. Movie Town, which was the fourth Batman-related stunt show uh, <laughs> to be introduced since uh, 1999. Wow. And um. It was actually really elaborate 
including uh, new effects and a hot air balloon and exploding subway cars. Yeah, I like it. But, you know, the biggest thing of 2004, what was introduced? Hmm. Was it a roller coaster or no? Nope. It wasn't, huh? Not the safari park. <laughs> nope. You know, that, that's been going. The, the big thing for 2004 was the following. The follow. <laughs> the following. Oh, are you not hearing? Uh, oh, I guess. Wait, are you not hearing my computer? Uh, I'm playing Mr. Six. You know, the the the, uh, the mascot for Great Adventure. Oh, the, that guy. <laughs> the, the Venga Boys. We like to party. Yes. Oh man. Thank God they got rid of that character. Yeah, Mr. Six was introduced in 2004, but retired in 2009. Yeah. Uh, he was actually played by Danny Teeson, who was actually a British dancer and choreographer. No. who's five years older than me. <laughs> they did a good job with the old man mask. They really did. Mm -hmm. Now, the following year, they actually did a whole revamp and created the Golden Kingdom, uh, a mythical new jungle themed land. Op occupying an 11-acre tract, including the uh, site of the former Bugs Bunny Land uh, children's area. Mm -hmm. Also included was a 1,000-seat theater and a 33,000-square-foot exhibit area, uh, complete with viewing windows, which allowed uh, visitors to come face-to-face -face with a show uh, with a cast of Bengal Tigers. And the uh, Bengal Tigers' names are Balin, Farouk, Hara, Shandi, Reina, Kirill, and King. No, no, Roy. Okay. No, no. It was the last one was called King Daka. Does okay. King Daka sound familiar? King Daka. Yeah. Like King. I, I don't know. King Daka. What I know that from. Well, King Daka was the name of something else there too. A roller coaster. Yeah. No, it was? Not, yeah, roller coaster. Right. And not only was it a roller coaster, it is a 456-foot tall roller oh coaster. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Which reaches speeds of 128 miles an hour. Wow. In 3.5 seconds. Yeah. So, like, you know, getting into a, uh, I don't know, <laughs> a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah. To this day... It's still the world's tallest roller coaster. Really? Great, Great Adventure houses the world's tallest wow. roller coaster. Yay us. Yay. Yeah. And uh, over the next few years, you would have uh, some other things like Wiggles World, which also closed up. And what they started to do was actually they started renaming some of the rides because you already had Batman and you also had Superman. Mm hmm. So they rethemed some of the other rides and also took some rides from their other parks and rethemed them. And basically, they kind of came up with a, a whole Justice League theme. And they introduced a 4D ride called Justice League Battle for Metropolis. Oh, nice. I would like to go on that. Uh, same here. I, I, again, haven't been, been back in 16 years, so yeah. it would be good to go. Now. For this year, a Jersey Devil coaster was supposed to open, but what? yeah, that uh, that's been scrapped for now until at least the 2021 season. 
Yes, a, J- a Jersey Devil roller coaster hmm. is scheduled. So, I, I, you know, as soon as we can, yeah, I'd like to go to Great Adventure, although it is open at the time being. Certain things are not. And, of course, you know, precautions have to be taken, but... Yes, yeah, the Great Adventure is yeah. open. And, and I know so it's open. Is, and so is the safari part. Hmm. I know it's open it, because my friend's um son, uh, like he went with um what what do you call it? Like a, I think a bunch of his friends and some, you know, parental guardians that were there. So and I was like, what? Like Great Adventure is open? I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to get to a, a couple of things here. A couple of our other friends, uh, actually, uh, someone you might know, uh, Pete and Marie uh, Plesnik. I sure do. She she remembers riding lightning loops and and seeing uh, money uh, and contents of people's pockets fall out totally. after the ride. Even on Rolling Thunder, I used to see that like, like you know, two cars ahead of me, I'd see shit just like flying by me, you know. And, and, and as as long as it's uh, good things and not like you know. Something like someone uh, getting sick there, but yeah, <laughs> if your cell phone like goes flying out, that's not good. And and our friend uh, Chris, uh, Krista Ryerson said uh, she remembers riding the Great American Scream Machine for the first time. Well, um, her step stepdad had, her stepdad had brought her there for her tenth birthday. Oh wow! S- s- saying you're in double digits now, time for a real coaster. Yeah, <laughs> and she's Love been hooked on coaster. roller coasters ever since. And nice. she remembers also. Uh, uh, going with uh, our friend uh, Ryan Gottlieb on uh, Rolling Thunder right after a rainstorm. Oh, great. I'm, I'm sure that was actually a little uh, f- freaky, again, being an old-style uh, wooden roller coaster. So Yeah, <laughs> like rotting floorboard. Uh, not floorboard, but part of the track is like rotting off, you know, from uh, the rain. Well, it's that time, Pete. It, it, it's time to switch gears and actually talk about Jersey, not Jersey. Yay. Theme park. Game that's sweeping the nation. Yes. Okay. So this week, you know, your, your thing is to, is the theme park in New Jersey or not New Jersey? And as you always uh, give mentioned that, yes, there may be another theme park with the same name in another state. Okay. But if, if one exists in New Jersey, it's Jersey. Gotcha. So we're going to start out with Casino Pier. Hmm. This might be a trick question because there are casinos and other wonderful states of our union. Oh, I'll have you know that Casino Pier is in Gotham City, damn you. <laughs> Bane, 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 Bane. I'm surprised you didn't uh, come in uh, before when we were talking Batman about Batman the Ride. Yeah, Batman Are you kidding me? I don't want to fuel that Batman's ego. Oh, come on. <laughs> we're talking about Bane. Six Flags is lucky I didn't blow it to smithereens with their lack of Bane rides. I was quite upset. You know what? We'll, we'll suggest to them that a Bane ride should be introduced for next season. You do that, Nicholas Franco and Peter. <laughs> Thank you, Bane. Bane is thrilled about Robert Pattinson taking on the role of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that, that, that does go to prove, though, vampires do turn into bats. Yes. Think well, about that I, for a moment. But anyway. I, um, <laughs> yeah. I got it. I got it. So. Besides Gotham City. Oh, I, said, I said no to your casino pier ah, in New Jersey. But 
You were tricked. Ha ha ha. It is in Seaside Heights, New Jersey. Gosh, darn it. We, we actually spoke about Casino Pier in our uh, Boardwalk edition. Oh, great. And must have missed that. <laughs> okay. Dutch Wonderland. All right. No, no relation to Boogie Wonderland. Sticking to my guns uh, again, like I did before. Not in New Jersey. And you are correct. That's Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Country. How about Santa's Village? Huh. Santa's Village. Um... Bet you it's not in New Jersey, but I'm going to say it is in New Jersey. Santa's Village is in Jefferson, New Hampshire. Gosh darn it. (laughs) Tell me Jefferson Township, New Jersey. Well, okay. We we had Santa, but but how about the whole land of make-believe? Meow, 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 King Friday. Land of make-believe, huh? I'm going to say it's in New Jersey. You are correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. <laughs> I was like, please let me get at least two. <laughs> so. Okay. How about Nickelodeon Universe? Jersey or not Jersey? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I want to say that's New York, but uh, I'll say it's not New Jersey. And again, this is the, the tricky one because there are others that exist. But one exists in East Rutherford, New Jersey, as part of the American Dream. Oh, of course. God dang it. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Again, go back to our episode four. <laughs> Malden, yes. New Jersey. Um, how about Bay Beach Amusement Park? Bay Beach. No affiliation with Baywatch. I am going to say it is not in New Jersey. And you are correct in saying so. That's in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Okay. This one's a gimme. Wild West City. Is that? I'm going to say New Jersey, right? Stanhope, New Jersey. Yeah. Going to Wild West City. That, that Stanhope. Yeah, with the uh, Stanhope House. That's a great venue. Go on. <laughs> that, uh, what, you, what you call it? Wild West City. Uh, the theme song for that commercial was uh, done by New Jersey's old Floyd. Own Floyd Uncle, Vito. Floyd. Uncle Floyd. Yep. Yeah. Um, how about Sea Breeze Amusement Park? Um, not like the cocktail sea breeze. No, no, no. I don't know if the cocktail is served there either. Oh boy. I'm going to say it is in, not in New Jersey. And you would be correct. It's Rochester, New York. All right. Good. <laughs> I thought it was like a trick <laughs> question because sea breeze just sounds so kind of New Jersey, but it's exactly it's, I had a feeling you were, you're pulling the rug out from underneath me there with that one. Mm. How about Gillian's Wonderland Pier? Okay. I'm going to say this is in New Jersey, Gillian's. And you're right. It's in Ocean City, New Jersey. Yeah, that sounded very familiar. How about Fun Spot, America? Fun Spot? Yes. (laughs) Fun Spot. Uh, Not in New Jersey. And you're right. Kissimmee, Florida. Nice. Kissimmee, Florida, uh, almost the home of... uh, the Houston Astro uh, farm team, but they decided uh, better than to call the Astros. Otherwise, they would have the Kissimmee Astros. But anyway, <laughs> uh, they, they decided to name themselves the Kissimmee Cobras. Yeah, they made a good decision. Finally, Playlands Castaway Cove. Jersey or not Jersey? Well, so there's a pl- isn't there a Playland in Rye, New York, I believe? Um, so I believe it is. 
I am going to say it's not in New Jersey. And I'm wrong. By, by saying so, yes, you are wrong. Playland <laughs> Castaway Cove is in Ocean City, New Jersey. Gosh darn, I should know that. Along with Brilliant Deer. <laughs> there, was some, there was a voice in the back of my head saying like, I think it's in New Jersey, but yeah, I decided to go against that voice. Uh, well, I, I, again, I, I, I hope everyone enjoyed uh, talking a little about, uh, you know, the, I, the, not Action Park. How about Great Adventure? Yeah. But what, what are just really quick, Pete, what are some yeah. of your favorite memories, though, with Great Adventure? I mean, no question about like the log flume, boy, that that was just so much fun. You know, that sense of wonder, too, when you're. You know, in high school, and uh, yep. you know, going down like those, the, uh, the, those, the, the, you know, the long ass uh, ramps, you know, uh, in, into the uh, into the into the pool, getting mm-hmm. soaked. You know what I mean? Uh, oh on, yeah, like, a really hot day. Um, yeah, oh, I mean, I love refreshing. The and you know, I loved free fall. Obviously, um, they had a very good arcade there, as you just said. You know? Yeah, no, they had some uh, cool arcades there. That, yeah. like I said, that was my first, uh, you know, like. <laughs> where I darted first the, the right. first time I went there because actually the first time I went, it was actually sort of a makeup trip because of uh, I, back in the day I was in Boy Scouts and the day of an actual class trip mm-hmm. where we were going to another theme park. I added an actual event for Boy Scouts that I was needed at. Huh? So, Our, my, so my myself, Rich Garcia, and uh, Horatio Campillo, all um, were at this event. But our scoutmaster, Mister Kehi, decided to reward us with a trip down to Great Adventure. That's great. Yeah, so, so it was really cool, and we uh, camped out at uh, right near Great Adventure is a place called Jellystone Park. Uh, do not fear feed the bears; they're no. all a- after picnic baskets. Uh, Gotham's favorite villain, by the way, has confirmed that the log flume ride is still there. Thank you, Bane. Thank you, Bane. (laughs) But um, what's that? What were your some of your favorite rides there, Nick? I mean, oh, yeah. Well, like you said, the flumes were definitely cool and refreshing. Also, the splashdown uh, waterfall one, the one that I said you would also just go on the bridge afterwards and just get soaked like to the bone. Yes. That that was totally refreshing. Uh, re, re, not refreshing, refreshing. That would be strange. Refreshing on a uh, hot day, and um, yeah, lo- loves uh, Nitro, Great American Scream Machine. Although I remember the the season that it opened, mm-hmm. it was it was near the uh, it was about a couple of hours before the park closed, and we went to go to the Scream Machine, and the line was about an hour and a half to get to the Scream Machine. Wow, we got to the Scream Machine the gate wouldn't close. So they had to close down the ride. So we didn't get to ride it. (laughs) So that kind of sucked, but I did get to go back and I did get to ride it many a time. So definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, and I also just loved, I mean, like I've been to the water park before that was great. And uh, and the safari was just awesome. I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I still have video from the safari of like the giraffe, like, putting, you know, his head like into my sunroof. I think I had a Toyota oh, back then when I went with my cousins. <laughs> like they still, my cousins in Belgium, like they still talk about that safari to this day. And I took them when they were, I mean, they're in their like late 20s now. And I took them when they were, um, God, you know, uh, bu- 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 like, like, you know, teenagers, like late teenagers, right. like 17, 18. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of people have good memories of this park. And you know what? It may not have 
come out to what uh, Warren Leroy wanted it to be? You know, at, you know, like the the fierce competitor of Disney World and yeah. you know, like this huge thing. But for what it was over these years, uh, yeah, I I'll take it. Definitely. <laughs> no, it's held up. I mean, it's you know, still uh, it gets a, a ton of visitors. Yep. 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 Right well, um, I just wanted to uh, remind everyone to uh, subscribe uh, and, and also like our uh, podcast. Uh, find it on your favorite uh, podcast app. You know, be it uh, iTunes, be it Google Podcasts, be it uh, Stitcher, Pocket Spotify, Cast. Pocket Casts. <laughs> Got a pocket full of casts, and I'm headed to the arcade. Don't have a lot of money, but I'm bringing everything I made. Sorry, I've got, I've got back in fever. <laughs> but um, yeah, like and subscribe. Also, check us out on our Facebook page. Uh, check us out at Exit What on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you, Nick Franco. Yes, Bane. Did you really just make a Pac-Man fever reference? Yes, I did. It's driving me crazy, though. Are you going out of your mind? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you not think Bane did not know of the existence of Pac-Man fever? Yes, yes, the, uh, yes. That, that was a pandemic that hit the uh, hit the world many years ago. <laughs> uh, I love when Bane chimes in. I, I love it. I love yeah. it. And uh, also. Uh, Find us at uh, if you can email us at whatexitpodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, a couple of other plugs. Um, the, the, our theme song was done by Chris Mad of Serious Matters. P pick up his uh his, his new album. Yeah. Uh, mistaking wasps for dragonflies, as I drop it, and also our our friend uh, uh, Christian Cordez has a great YouTube channel called Arcade Productions. Please check it out. Hopefully we get to see Anderson Harbor and uh, s some other cool things that uh, Christian has uh, produced. And for anyone that wants to create their own podcast and talk about whatever theme parks or water parks or malls or anything else you want to talk about, yeah. go to a shared universe. Um, Ming and Mike will set you up and uh, Christian and Chris will uh, help you out, be your engineer and yeah, t t take you through and you will have your own podcast before you know it. Yeah, great service. So, and anything else you, you, you want to uh, you know, bring up or uh, plug or anything uh, there, Pete? No, I don't think so. Looking forward to uh, some future episodes. And uh, if anybody has any ideas or suggestions for future podcasts, what they'd like to hear as Jersey related, uh, please, you know, let us know. Yes, oh, definitely. Via all the various social media channels. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And uh, yeah, by the time we do our next podcast, I will be older. So um, <laughs> I, I get to go into the next decade of uh, existence. <laughs> but uh, and uh, well, yeah, well, well, one one last note, Wakanda forever. Yeah, love it. We, 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 we miss you, Chadwick. And, you know, if you want to see what a true hero is about, read about what he was doing when he was making these movies. Mm hmm. So anyway, for what exit Jersey stories, I've been Nick Franco. I'm Pete Riario. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Take care. See you soon. Bye bye.